Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. After 2,000 years, you really got a feel for Thomas. Poor guy. Doesn't get the good end. There's an old proverb that says to us, build your reputation, then go to bed. In other words, once people decide something about you, not much is going to change their minds about you. And we call today Thomas the doubting one. And yet, when we look at Peter and Paul, we don't give him that negative connotation. Peter is someone who three times, not once, three times said, I don't know Jesus. He denies him. And other failings that he has as well. And you and I today don't know him as Peter the denier, do we? Uh, The church calls him rock. You're the head of the whole organization. All right. And look at Paul. Paul is the one under the name of Saul who would persecute followers of Jesus. And in fact, he was in the crowd when the first martyr, Stephen, was stoned to death. We don't call him Paul the stoner, do we? No, we call him what? The apostle to the apostles. He's an apostle even though he didn't walk literally on the face of the earth with Jesus, but he has something very important title. And yet for Thomas, of all the things about him, we call him a doubting Thomas. In fact, you and I might use the name of someone who doesn't believe us or believe in things. You're such a doubting Thomas. And yet if you were to look at his sayings and quotes in the New Testament under the Gospel of John, there are four times he says things. The first time, the first quote, is when he's talking to his disciples and he says uh, to the disciples there, come, let us follow Jesus so that we can die with him. We're not calling him the courageous Thomas, are we? And yet, that was his first words. The second time, he sets up Jesus for a very important saying. When the disciples couldn't understand that Jesus is talking about going this particular way, Thomas is the only one that had courage to raise his hands and said, Jesus, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? He was courageous. We don't call him Thomas the courageous person, do we? And yet, he sets that up where Jesus says the words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. What a great setup, man, that Thomas is. And finally, we hear today John's, the gospel's focal point. Everything leads up to the words today where Thomas says, my Lord and my God. We don't say, what a confessing Thomas he is. No. We call him a doubter. And yet, the mercy of God is about looking beyond people's reputation, things that are probably true, the brokenness and the wounds that are happening, and allowing Jesus to see the fuller picture. We have chosen then to concentrate on Thomas's failure or his lack of belief or the doubt that he's expressed. And it isn't always shared in a very positive way. And yet three other times, He does bold things that a disciple should be doing, and yet we don't recall that. And mercy for us as Christians is looking beyond our own failings and faults and seeing the good in us, but also being merciful to others is not just focusing on what is broken, what is sinful, what is wrong with our neighbor. 
that we're called to be merciful as Jesus is merciful by looking at the entire picture. Jesus shows up today with his wounds. Jesus doesn't deny the wounds on the cross, on his feet and on his hands and on his side. It's still there. But yet he doesn't allow it to control his emotions or his decisions. The disciples, the men, all left. The only ones there were the women right here, weren't they, right? Someone at 8.30 went, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the men were gone. And so Jesus doesn't show up in, a, in an unmerciful way and goes, all right, guys, we have something to talk about now. Huh? Where were you? No, his mercy goes beyond what is true and broken. And so when we are asked to be merciful, we don't go around denying things. We don't pretend like people didn't wound us or that we caused woundedness and hurt to other people. But we don't allow it to control our lives. That's why Jesus offers the gift of peace because if all we focus on and foment, foment and always talk about what is wrong with people, what we don't like about them, what they did, they're not sorry enough, then we're never able to draw out the peace for ourselves because really mercy begins with us. We can't find peace if we're constantly pointing out what's wrong in others and not willing to look for that peace. And again, know that it's not denial because sometimes the people we have to be merciful have no intention of being sorry or changing their behavior. And what sometimes do, which I never like, is when people manipulate Christians who don't understand their faith well and say, well, your God says you have to forgive me, so my behavior is not going to change. I'm still going to be a jerk, but you have to forgive me anyway. And some Christians fall into it. Yeah, you're right. No. We're not controlled by it. And we speak truth. And to say we want to draw out what is good in other people. And that's what Peter and Paul experience from Jesus. Not just pointing out their failings, but to say there's still goodness in you because you've been created by God to be good. Not forgetting what has happened, but to draw out what is good. And so you and I live in a world right now where there's so much pain because we're not willing to see good in others. We're cutting off relationships. We're cutting off people who disagree with us, who don't look like us or act like us or behave in ways that we think are proper. And we just cut them off because we refuse to see any goodness that we can help drawn out. And that's what you and I are agents of mercy. It isn't just the priest who offers in that beautiful sacrament forgiveness. You too are called to forgive other people. And when you can do that by looking beyond those painful moments, those brokenness in people's lives, and draw out the good, that is mercy. And that's what we're built for. And that's what we're baptized for. The world doesn't need more Christians just to point fingers at people and what's wrong. Do we call out sin? Yes. Do we challenge people and society? Yes but never at the expense of mercy. Where do you see goodness in people that you struggle with? How can you draw that out by affirming them? By looking beyond. 
what is broken. You know, the world's not doing a good job with Thomas. His reputation's ruined. All of you have used the term, you're such a doubting Thomas. We all have. But have we ever used the term, boy, you're such a confessing Thomas of speaking truth. You're a courageous Thomas. You're an intelligent Thomas. That's how God sees us. Can we see that in ourselves and in other people? Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 